0: That everything is taken care of. You gotta sign your waivers, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your insurance, your liability, in case the cork flies off.
0: NDA hits you. Um, oh man! Well, dude, I think you get the honors this time.
1: Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? We knock into this Let's thing. Let's do it, man. Sounds good. Sounds us see if I can not shoot champagne everywhere. Yes. That was pretty successful.
0: That was solid, man.
1: Yeah. Well, Jameson, thank you for being here. <laughs> no on problem, man. Glad the to Jameson be here. on the Rocks Podcast. Glad to be here. Gotta say, man, that's why I'm doing the, yeah. the mimosas. Is it's a it's a year to celebrate for you. That it
0: was, man. It's a great one. This feels so weird right now. I'm so backwards. I know. Well, <laughs> at least I think we're both at least a little bit nervous. Yeah, that's good.
1: My first question, because I wrote down a bunch of questions I have for I'm you. Glad
0: prepared, man.
1: I, I figured this would be the 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 best one to open with. Is, it is, man. What's the hardest part about podcasting?
0: The hardest part about podcasting. That's a good question, Jeff. Hmm. The hardest part about podcasting.
1: Wow. Or what, you know, like what have you found to be difficult? What have you found to be easy? Because you make it seem very
0: natural. It kind of is, man. It kind of is. Just <laughs> like conversating. You know what I mean? But the hardest part. Editing it. You know what I mean? Ooh, interesting just like it's like not the fun part you get what I mean yeah but the actual doing of it is really fun like the actual podcasting there's nothing hard about that maybe like running out of topics per se you know what I mean like keeping it going sometimes when you've kind of covered everything you want to that's a little difficult sometimes yeah but not really there's always something you can comment on a bird that flies by you know what I mean that's not very hard but you generally speaking seek out your guests right like you find somebody that you have genuine curiosities about for the most part that helps a ton yes i try to i've had i've i've I've, uh buckled on that a few times in the way thank you in the way of like not like letting people on that like maybe like i wasn't uh super blown away by or like i would go to their instagram and they weren't playing shows and they weren't putting out music and they weren't like grinding And I let them on anyways kind of stuff, and then, like, that was hard. And, like, oh, this guy's not working hard. What do we talk about? Do you get what I'm saying?
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, nobody in particular, but you know what I'm saying? Because they come to you. Yeah, and I like that, too. That's that's a nice way to do it because, you know, they're actually pretty interested in it. But when somebody's like, yo, man, I've got a 10-song album coming out next month, and I would love to come on and promote it. I want to promote it. I want to promote my album. Like, Mm. that's not super appealing to me because, like, feels Like, I'm being used a little bit, you know what sure. I'm saying? But, like, if you were to say, Hey, dude, I've been watching episodes for two months now, I like three episodes, I like this one, this one, this one. Uh, big fan of the show, I'm uh, big fan of what you do, I really enjoy it, and I would love to come on and talk sometime. That's way more appealing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, sometimes a lot of people get in there and they're like, Wow, dude, I didn't know there was a video element, it's like. Well, I was—that was me. also. I, was <laughs> no. like, I didn't even notice there was a camera. You were early right there. in the game, though. You were like episode eight, so we'll let that slide. Uh, yeah. You were probably like the third episode with video. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like you, Josh, and Cannon.
1: But you're this this show, the Jameson on the Rocks podcast, mm-hmm. has evolved from what it was originally designed as, right? Because you were going to talk about music, and then it became your interviewing musicians, and now aren't you transitioning sort of?
0: Everybody. Yeah. yeah. It has a lot. When I first started it, uh. The plan was way different. I was gonna, I think the plan at the start was to like talk about bands that were established, like fucking U2 and Van Halen, and like rank albums. Like, we were gonna, like, the first five episodes are me and the same guy. And at the end of every episode, we'd rank an album, which is so, makes no sense now because. I guarantee if I went and listened to them, my rankings would not be the same on those albums. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. It changes with time. Plus, it's like, why? (laughs) It's like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Let me record my
1: thoughts on a record that I like.
0: Yeah, why was that the plan? But it's crazy, because I think those three are still like my most top stream for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe just like shock value of, oh, James has got a podcast now. But um, that was the original plan, and... Then I came back to Athens. That was during COVID. That happened, right. so there was no musicians to interview. Couldn't really do it. So you've only had the podcast for less than a year, a little bit over a year. I think it started. Uh, I think it's been like a year and two months or something like that. So okay. we're really close to the start of it, and we're we're sixty episodes in, which is pretty sweet. And I remember what. Yeah, come back to Athens, being like, "Hey, maybe I should fucking interview these musicians that I want to be friends with." Kind of, you know, at the time wanted to be friends with, like, wasn't exactly the music mongol. Is it mongol? Or is it? Mogul. 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 Thank you.
1: Mongoose.
0: Uh, yeah, mongoose. I wasn't that the music a... mongoose that I am now. I didn't That's really. Me. Yeah, you're the mongoose. Don't
1: come for my role as the music <laughs> mongoose
0: of Athens. <laughs> but yeah, dude, when when I started, I was like, man, I could it, talk to all these bands. This will be really fucking cool. And started out with a couple great episodes, people that I was aware of, like you, Jeff, I mean, not you, uh, Josh, you,
1: the legend, Cannon,
0: the legends, of course, uh, the legends of Athens. Well, the
1: legend of Josh. The yeah.
0: legend of Josh Tillman. Yes. Cheers to him.
1: Yeah. Cheers. Love to Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, you really like, I feel like there was just a wave of podcasts. Like it was like, everybody was like, oh yeah, like I'm into this podcast. Yeah. And you were that like, oh, thing. I'm doing one. Yeah. And it's blown
0: up. Like, yeah, it really has. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of that. I'm happy with it. It's been it's been a fucking ride, man, in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? Because like, just oh, think sorry. about, if you go listen to those first episodes, there's a lot of, uh, and like, so yeah, what else are we going to talk about, man? You know what I mean? Sure. And then you listen now, and we kind of really got it going, and we've got, like, it's on its own steam. I'd say most of the people that I'm having on these days suggest it to me. You know, like, yo, I would love to come on which is great when they're they're doing their thing, you know. And I think our viewership was up, like, 500% this year, some crazy number, Uh, like, 250x followers, uh, 250% higher followers, excuse me. And, like, each episode's getting, like, solid views still. Like, I go look in, like, your episode and, like, Josh's episode and, like, uh, let's see who was there like Kelly's episode like episode 10 like still getting like steady views it's like wow how are people like still watching this you know what I'm saying well I, it's interesting and, and yeah. I think your your take on it is is very genuine
1: and very much like you care I mean you yeah. you ask people questions that are like meaningful so like when people want to know more about these musicians and about what's going on like
0: yeah man I think
1: when you were interviewing me it's like it made me think more about those kinds of things you know I think so and there's no pretentiousness you're like asking people like oh how did you do this how did you do this
0: yeah just I thank you man Um, just general curiosity about it you know like honestly I've uh, turned this podcast into like my fucking um Classroom, get you know i saying. Yeah, so it's like, like,
1: come tell me how you did it. <laughs>
0: yeah, so I can take it myself and use it. You know what I mean.
1: And that you have, man. I yeah. mean, like this year and beyond the realm of your show. I mean, the live show and your recordings and everything. What do you think this year in particular? Why do you think you've been so successful this year?
0: It's a good question. It's a great question. Um. I think it just finally kind of all came to a head this year, of many years of being a little bit successful. You get what I'm saying? Like kind of planting the seeds, and then this year I, I reaped the harvest, per se. I went and picked that turnip, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it was great, man. Um, A lot of, like, all those podcasts at the start when I didn't have a band even, like I was taking notes on all those. Like, oh, okay, these guys are playing here. These guys are doing this. This band's really great. They're doing this. Oh, they're recording this way. Jeff does this when he records. And then finally all that knowledge and the seeds that I planted just kind of grew this year. And still we're not a full-grown tree quite yet, but we're a a strong sapling.
1: So just like listening and just...
0: Yeah, soaking it in and like having time to listen because like this is my first band I've really been in right here. This year pretty much. Like I played three other shows with Miles and Vic in 2019, which doesn't really count, you know. So this has been my first band and just 50 shows later... I like to thank thousands of people later. You know, it's been going pretty I, great. I can first hint. I'm pretty sure it's been thousands, right? Thousands of people <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. Whether
1: those people follow along on Spotify or on mm-hmm. Instagram in the ether, you know, whatever. But yeah. I have seen you bring so many thousands of people to That's life me. in your thank live you, show.
0: Yeah, it was great. It was fucking awesome year i don't know how to put it this is weird i'm usually leading right now This is so i forgot what, what you leading for a second
1: what about what leading
0: you're good you're pretty good at this man what are you talking about oh like leading. <laughs> yeah oh, the show yeah. like usually like my brain's just like rolling how right about, now for the next question you know but oh this is right. great
1: yeah we'll enjoy some of your mimosa, yeah man. it's delicious man you
0: made it nicely dude
1: uh <laughs> yeah shout out to our, our, our helpers here <laughs> um Dude, okay. So highlights, highlights,
0: highlights of the year. Like shows, like best shows, best days. Uh, just music or podcast? Both. Uh, I mean, whichever. We'll do podcast first and then music. Perfect. Uh, music. I mean, podcast highlights. Oh, great question.
1: I like the Dogs podcast. That the one Dogs? That, yeah, because when I was on my road trip, I was listening to your podcast, like all of them, but Everyday Dogs, yeah. that story, that tour they went on in Minnesota or That whatever. shit was funny. Dude, I was dying. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious.
0: That's early era, man. See, that seems like so long ago, but it really was like less than a year. You know what I mean? That feels like an eternity ago. Even if you listen to that episode, it's pretty loose yeah. compared to what I'm doing now, and like audio-wise, it's way better. I think the Dogs is a great episode. I think... I think our episode with Trevor is a great episode. I think this one that's coming up with Garrett's a great episode. Dosa, excited yeah. about that one. It'll be out by the time this is out so people can go listen. Um, I it's hard to put a moment on this kind of stuff though. It's not like a show where it's like at the end of the show finally everybody was cheered and they sang the song back, you know, podcasting, there's no crowd or no like it's just doing them is the moment itself. I think the moment of the year for podcasting is me doing 57 episodes, and really, I only didn't have a good time on maybe two of them. <clears throat> maybe two. Not going to say which. I'm not going to say which. But out of 57 fucking episodes, only two were like, eh, that didn't go that well. Right. Yeah, that's pretty rare, I
1: think. But, but even when things don't go well, that's when you get to reflect and be like, well, Yeah,
0: I'm, I make sure it doesn't happen again. Right, like either not going to have this
1: person or this kind of person yeah. or like.
0: Yeah, that's how you win as you look at them like that. Same thing with shows. If you have a bad show, it just gets you to the next one. And the next one's always better.
1: But do you feel like since you've been so successful at building this platform for Athens music that like you want to be like fair to people to like bring it like bring them on and help them promote? Or do you feel like you can just do whatever you want?
0: Definitely doing whatever I want, but yes, I do think if it can help them, that's great. But you know what I mean? But like I'm not gonna just get somebody on that's just like, Hey, do this for me. Right You know what I'm saying And it feels like that sometimes And I've had a few of those come on It's like oh It did mean this for them
1: Well that's in a way Maybe you leading by example Of saying like Hey if you're gonna go about your career Saying hey do this for me You're not gonna get there Yeah you're not gonna get
0: there I think I've gotten really good at. Maybe it's not fair to me to say But like I feel like I can I can tell you I can look at our list of seventy ep- or sixty episodes and I can tell you who's going to make it and who's going to not just from mindset standpoint at the current moment. That's probably not fair to say, but I think so. Hey man, trust your gut, man. I trust just,
1: I trust your gut. I'd,
0: I need to write it down so I can I can hold myself to it. But I'm for real, dude. I feel like if you can just you can just on a one hour podcast, you can get to know everything you know about somebody mindset wise at least a little bit, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, this guy's. This is not going to be uh, sustainable, I think, at least. Thanks for coming down. <laughs> we'll not see you next Let's time. Let's not knock into this thing again. Before we jump
1: into mindset, yeah. uh, highlights like in the live world of Jameson Tank. Shows.
0: Highlights. Um, I would say... I mean, you did some crazy stuff this year, tour-wise. It's a great year, man. I mean, Fucking how fantastic many, How many year.
1: was the final list of tour dates? Like 30, 40?
0: I haven't, I haven't exactly dialed it in. I think the tour itself was 30, but I think the year count was like 51 or 40. 50 so close
1: tank that's more shows than any, that's what i'm that's saying more shows than anybody i think
0: <laughs> i mean i think so i think it's really close and i'm proud of that because i wanted to be the road dog you know and you know you spend all those fucking years just sitting in your bedroom playing guitar like god i wish i had a band god i wish i had a band got the band i'm trying to play you know what i'm saying like i'm not trying to take thursdays fridays and saturdays off i want to fucking play yeah i mean so we did that this year and i'm proud of that I'm proud of everybody that came and saw us i appreciated anybody listening um, I hope we can do it even bigger next year. And m- a few moments, though, as you said, rounding back around to the question that I've been looping around for a little while. It's
1: fine, man. You just talk. <laughs> I'll just listen.
0: That's all right. I got something to say about that after this. <laughs> a few moments. 40 Watt Club, August 12th, 2021. I think it was like maybe this third show of the tour. Oh, yeah. That was sick. Headlining 40 Watt Club was sick. And there being, I think we did 350 tickets, which I'm super proud of. Uh, People dug it. I listened to the stems today and I think they're easily the loudest stems we got out of the whole year. Nice. Uh, People were into it. Uh, We played pretty good. Uh, That was just sick. That was just like bucket lister. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to play 40 Watt Club. Everybody wants to headline 40 Watt Club in this town, I think. That was great. That's going to be forever on the bucket list moment, you know. Another moment was Paloma Park, the first time you were there. That was pretty sick. Yeah. Just packed to the moon. Probably 700 people, don't you think? That was great. Uh, A few other moments. Gosh, it was such a great year. Let me round back to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) What you were going to say about, uh, you said, I'm not going to say anything. That's the key to podcasting right there. Knowing to shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Knowledge speaks, wisdom listens. That's what I'm saying. What is it? The... (laughs) is it is it the dumbest person in the room is usually the loudest or is it, is it the smartest person is usually the quietest
1: <laughs> yeah man I I think there's so much truth to that yeah
0: dude I listen to even I'm still working on this this is still a thing I'd work on any podcasters listening this would be my advice to you is just shut up man like just get them talking and be quiet like even during the DOSO episode I found myself like having to comment on everything about halfway through it and I was like what am I doing like just let him talk you know what I mean yeah, and that's why I think Rogan's so great. Cause he'll shut up and let him talk. He doesn't try to talk over anybody. Usually, sometimes. Right. But like, just let him go. You know.
1: I definitely, if and when I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. it's not to listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah,
0: it's to listen to the guest. Correct. That's what. That's why I think the podcast has worked so well because every episode's not like. So yeah, we played Paloma Park this weekend. What'd you guys do? Insert band name. You know what I mean. It's mm. like, hey, what are you guys working on? Yeah, and like as little as me as possible.
1: Correct. I think that's I think that's something you do really well. Actually, yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate like, that. It's not like a Jameson on the rocks. <laughs> like there happens to be a band here. Let me tell you about my mm-hmm. weekend.
0: I um, will use examples, of course. You know, you got to relate it back to yourself sometimes. Just like relating to them. Yeah. But I like to think there's been no episode where I like took over and was like, "Yeah, this is what we're doing." You know what I'm saying? it's always been about the band except for
1: when they're literally like asking you how you do it i mean yeah which they do sometimes there's multiple bands that i've heard in the last i don't know a few hours um (laughs) that uh have been like oh Jameis, i was listening to his podcast and i learned this i was listening to his podcast and we need to do this i mean like you're really
0: i appreciate yeah i love to hear that people ask me advice now isn't that crazy (laughs) you're telling me man isn't that wild i get constant dms from people um not, oh, like, flexing, but, like... But,
1: like, beautiful women, like, in your DMs.
0: <laughs> those two. But, <laughs> no, none of those. But, like, people, like, hey, man, I'm thinking about putting out a single on August 12th. Should I do this and that and this and that? And I just tell them. I'll send them, like, a fucking page on DM, you know? Right. Because I like it. I, I love it when people ask questions, you know, because I feel like I put myself in a position to where I would know the answer to that sort of stuff because I've studied it via the show via reading books for years before I started the show, via doing it by putting songs out and playing shows and stuff.
1: Well, again, this goes back to mindset and all these other things, right? Like one of my little phrases is like living is giving. Yeah, that's a good one. So anytime that there's like a good why between why I'm doing something, it's like, like you're saying, somebody's asking you for help. It's like, I easily know what you need. Yeah. Then just it feels good to help you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the best, man. Like- I don't get anything from it, except for the satisfaction of doing it. But you do, though. But, yeah, the satisfaction yeah. of
1: doing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not like, oh, yeah, buy my course. <laughs> <laughs> buy my course, and I'll teach you more about releasing music. You know what I mean? It's like, any question, call me right now. Like, let's talk for 30 minutes about it. I've had a couple 30-minute conversations with people over Instagram DM. Or, you know what I mean? They messaged me, sent me their number, and we talked about putting records out for 30 minutes or touring. I love that. So yeah. anybody watching this, feel free to call me.
1: Yeah, love it. That is the beauty of you know the era. You yeah, know, you can literally great. DM your idols and be yeah. like, "Hey, yeah. help or like, can I get a lesson or something like yeah. that?" I'm
0: still it's, doing it. I just DM'd a band while we we're in there, um, and he responded actually. But uh, he's they they're from the Charlottesville, Virginia area, and I want to go up that way and play that way. I was like, "Yo, um, what 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 do you suggest? Or can we talk sometime on the phone about it?" He was like, "He sent me his number. He said, call me after you're done with the podcast.'" and we'll talk about the places to play, the fraternities to play, that kind of stuff. I'm excited about that, you know, because yeah. cause I'm doing what people, you know, I'm just, like I'm trying to, how could I know about that, you know? No, you couldn't. There's no way. Well, not yet
1: until somebody yes. builds an app or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: but yeah, it's a smaller world than ever.
0: Yes, and it's great, man. I don't want to, it feels weird. I get what people are talking about all the time now. They're like at the end of the episode, it's like, man, it's so weird talking about myself for an hour. This is the first time I've done it, you know. Yeah.
1: So. Well, on the topic of you,
0: <laughs> I <laughs> skipped a a, uh, a um, what do you call it?
1: You know, a sacri like like
0: a sacrificial question.
1: No, 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 no. Like a sacrament, like like one of the key key uh, portions of the Jameson on the Rocks podcast, which, which is, is the origin
0: story. The origin story. And yeah. I really truly <laughs> don't
1: know yours. I know you're from Augusta, Georgia. <laughs> And Very you've, be, you've been in Athens since 2018, 2017.
0: 2017, yes, sir.
1: When did music
0: show up in your life and how? So, you just mean my story as a whole, not podcasting? Correct, yeah. As a whole, okay. Jameson the Man. Jameson the Man, the okay. Dodge Di- legend Dial back Jameson Tankersley, not take.
1: <laughs> it's not Tankerson, right? No,
0: it's Tankers you're Lee. Sh-
1: you're still in my phone as Jameson Tankerson. Tankerson? Anyways, nice. Yeah, you I should have,
0: just leave it. Don't change it at this point.
1: I have so many people's names. Respect. Yeah. Anyways.
0: We were messaging Cutter one night. He's like, dude, you got my name wrong. <laughs> that was funny. Probably but, from my phone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Y- All right. Sorry. Got sidetracked. I started playing music when I was 12. Started playing guitar. Super interested in guitar. And I actually just, just immediately fell in love with it. How'd
1: how you get it? Where where'd you where I got did the a, guitar show up? It was from? back
0: when um gosh, what was that place called? Not Party City. Uh uh <laughs> you fucking got, you got a guitar at Party City? No, it's not Party City, it's uh God, they used to sell toys, big toy store. Toys R Us? Toys R Us First yeah. guitar was a Toys R Us guitar, I believe. Do you got still it? have it? No, I don't. Got it for Christmas. Where'd it go? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's been so many years. And it was right handed. I couldn't play it. I had to take it to the guitar place to restring it left handed because I was just strongly left handed. I still am. Nice. And I wish I'd have played it right, though. It saved me a lot of trouble. And to start playing guitar and just like instantly fell in love with it. My, my mom always says that I used to just like not talk up until like 12. Like, I was very quiet, started playing guitar, won't shut up, which is kind of where we're at still. Wow. Yeah, she tells that story better than me. But very true. It kind of like opened the door immediate love and i just wanted to be the guitar hero you know what i mean i wanted to be eddie van halen like reinvent the guitar yeah. for, for years like i'm talking about from like 12 to 16 i wanted that was my goal in life it still kind of is not really but in a different way and then in high school just kind of got lost in things and gave the guitar up man i just couldn't find a band I, my hometown is not technically augusta it's near augusta and there's it's like the the capacity not capacity uh the since this is like seven hundred people live there, right? So there's fifty five people. What's in it my, called? Uh, Gibson is the name of it.
1: You're from Gibson, Georgia. Gibson, Georgia.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Shout out Gibson. Shout out Gibson. I'm yeah. From, I'm from small town Georgia. Yeah. So like, yes. Got to give exactly you know, when you're at but the Grammys. Like, shout out to everyone in Gibson.
0: <laughs> well, it's starting to not to knock it, but it's starting to feel like less and less in my home. The more time I spend here, because Athens is kind of my new place. Of course. But um, fifty five people in my high school class. I knew everybody in my high school and like. I knew like two people play guitar other than me. So like there was no starting a band. There was no like musicians around like for real like I knew everybody and still do. So I kind of gave it up just like lost hope, you know.
1: Ouch.
0: And I know. Brutal. I know. And I I tried to sell my guitars a couple times. I had a bunch of nice guitars, tried to sell. Them. My mom wouldn't let me. She was like, "No, that's your th- that's going to be your thing one day." Shout out Judy. Shout out Judy. Judy knew. She knew. Yeah. And she was right. She she knew that I like she saw me light up when I started playing. And she knew that it was my thing, and I just got lost for a few, few years, which is fine. Uh, 18, comes around, graduate, start playing guitar again.
1: Of course. 18, her, Alice Cooper, you know that song? Yes. Yeah.
0: 18! <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> start playing guitar again, and it was like, all right, all right. And I was, it was like July. I had just graduated. It was July. I didn't know where I was going to college. So that shows you how much planning I had done, how on the ball I was. It's relatable. And I, <laughs> I had somebody told me, I was, like, I was like, you know what? I might go to Georgia Southern. I think it's the only college I can get into. My high school grades were god-awful, bottom of my class. And not out of smart, just like not interested. You know what Re- I'm saying? Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that, right? Yeah. And uh, I was like, fuck it. I'll go to Statesboro. That's the only college I can really get into probably. And somebody was like, dude, go to that- Athens and go to Athens Tech. That was probably one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. Yeah, shout Went out to, to Adams, that person. Yes, shout out to him. I can't remember who it was, but I remember it happening. Went to Athens Tech for one year and transferred into UGA, and it was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. From there. do you even, remember?
1: Do you remember like, oh, go ahead.
0: No, you go. I want to know what you got to say. I
1: was just going to say, do you remember, like, the first people that you met? Like, the first, like, oh, my God moments.
0: I remember it being a long time until I did. Because, like, Athens Tech's not like UGA. You're not, like, meeting people every day. You know what I mean? It's, like, very community college. Like, you go, you leave, you don't see people in the break room kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and if you do, they're like, why are you talking to me? Yeah,
0: it's like, they're, like, 35, and, like, this is, like, their rerun kind of thing. Which (laughs) is nothing wrong with that. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. But, so... I didn't meet anybody, really. I would bring my friends up every weekend. That was who I was hanging out with. But when I moved to UGA, I think the first person I might have met that like I knew was, uh, you know him, Will. What's his name? Will. Purdue. No, nah, Will from AFTM. Uh, Bushy hair Will. Oh, yeah. Will McClain. Yeah, I met him in a music business class, first one I took. Those guys are geniuses. Yeah. And he was, he was always in there with his headphones producing. Yeah. And I remember just busy. being like, damn, there's the guy from AFTM kind of thing. Because I'd seen them. And Jester at 40 Watt. And I remember thinking that was really cool.
1: I'm, I think that's where we met. We met I outside we, the 40,
0: met 40 Watt at some point. We met at Will's show. Kill Will. Yeah. But yes, at 40 Watt. Yeah. But we were both at that AFTM show, I'm sure. Yeah. I was, yeah. I remember introducing myself to you in the line. you Remember that? Oh, yeah. With Aspen. She was there. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was a good show. Yeah, dude, yeah. I, um... Yeah, remember you dancing around in there like a damn fool. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I could
1: comment on that, I yeah. suppose. Uh, the, Go ahead. the floor of the 40-watt gets slick. extremely slick uh-huh. when there's drinks spilled and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I hit the deck pretty hard. <laughs> and um, <laughs> of I course just, you like, did. threw my hand up from the ground just hoping somebody <laughs> would, like, see it instead of stepping on my face. Yeah. And then someone just yanked me up it was Forrest. It was Forrest Whitler. Was it? Yeah, he just, like, <laughs> saved me. He's like,
0: I got you, Jeff. You were getting down in there, though, man. Dude, yeah,
1: DJ Kill Will, man. Yeah, he was,
0: he was killing it, man. And I've, those were the, some of the most fun times in Athens for me because I didn't know every band. You know, that was really exciting. Like, I could go to 40 Watt Club and see Jester and AFTM play together and just think, holy fuck, there's some good bands here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, not hating, of course, but, like, I feel like me and you kind of know every band that's... Uh, at least grinding a lot, you know what I mean? Like, do you see playing around in posters and stuff? And that's a little less exciting, you know? Sure. we know them all. Well, it begs the question, man.
1: How long do you see yourself staying in Athens for?
0: It's a great question, man. Um, not
1: easy to answer.
0: I, I'm honestly leaning towards life, dude, because I fucking love it here. I really hope it's if it feels as good as it feels right now, I'll probably stay forever, which is weird because, like, I've, I'm notably on the show a few times, kind of uh, not knocked, but, like, disregard the thought of like oh let's get a little bit of popularity and go to nashville you know what i mean something about that seems not well, we, cool to me we may have talked about
1: this but like yeah. bands from nashville kind of tend to not always but they tend to carry this thing of like oh we're from nashville
0: yeah it's like part of our identity kind of and they all right. wear like black jeans and like boots you know what i'm saying like there's a look
1: yeah, there's a look
0: there that's accepted, kind of, and that's probably not fair because I don't know shit about the scene there.
1: Yeah, I'd say too. Yeah, I don't want to speak out of yeah. my depth.
0: because like I would love to have a ton of Nashville bands on, and like I'm sure there's some different Nashville bands, but from an from an outsider's perspective, I don't want to be that Athens band that got like a drip of popularity and was like, all right, I'm going to Nashville. We're not gonna make it here. I'm not gonna make it here in Athens. When you well, know what I mean?
1: There's such a thriving community and like cheap rent and all those things. Yeah.
0: And just a fun town that's full of energy and like exciting every fall and spring. And it's great. And um,
1: yeah, there's like just a bunch of life here.
0: Yeah. And see, this could age not well if I one day moved to Nashville. Cause I don't think it would suck to live in Nashville at all. I think it'd be cool, honestly. It'd probably be pretty fun. I'd probably love it. You there's know what I mean? Only one way to find out. It's true. Whenever, it go? whenever I think
1: about it, I'm like, okay, this could be a dream or this could be a nightmare.
0: Yeah. See, I'm so, see, it's, it's not what people think, which is like the Broadway lifestyle. That's the tourist section. Sure. Yeah. From what I picked up. See, like every thought I have, I like instantly, like after I say it, I'm like, oh, I could probably not think that in a year, which might be a downside to podcasting. Well, again, that's back to
1: mindset. That's your uh, humility showing. You're like, oh, I may think this, but let me question this opinion.
0: Yeah. Nice and good. I think that's kind of the name of the game for this.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but I think with Nashville too, it's like, you know, the grass is greener where you water it. And if you go to a place like that with intention and you're like, I know. That this exists here, and I'm here to do this, and Mm -hmm. in five years, this is where I want to be. Because it's like a five to ten year town. Ten year
0: easily, I'm sure. Yeah. Don't you
1: think? Yeah, if you're doing your thing, if you're doing like co-writes or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever.
0: Publishing deal kind of stuff. Producing. Yeah. You know. And everybody who's there is there to do it, which is kind of frightening, I guess. Yeah, man. If you get a bite to eat. It'd be a fun adventure. It would be fun to go up there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. I just want to be the Athens band. I don't want to ever be anything other than the Athens band. Like when I first started putting out solo songs, um, before I met my band, like Heavy Dependent songs like that. Yeah, it was like my bio was like Jameson Tank is a songwriter, singer-songwriter, which I hate singer-songwriter because I'm not that. You know what I mean? But I like being a songwriter. Yeah, Jameson Tank is a singer-songwriter from Gibson, Georgia, and now it doesn't even feel like that, man. You know what nah. I mean? Like Jameson Tank. Athens. Is a rock band that originated in the legendary rock town of Athens, Georgia.
1: Well, when you released Heavy Dependence and some of your early stuff, weren't you still on there as Tankersley or no? No, it was never it, Tankersley. It's was it was always al- Tank. Always Tank. Always Tank. Well, is, yeah, as long as I've known you, I just known you as
0: Tank. Tank, yeah, I, I like that. It's a good nickname. I um, think it sounds big. That's what I like about it, Jameson Tank. You know, Tank. Yeah, it sounds cool. And my, people call my dad Tank in high school, so it's not. It's like been passed down, kind of sort of.
1: Okay, so over the past year, you've played all kinds of places around the southeast. Yes, yes. um, Across the nation.
0: Across the nation.
1: (laughs) Um, What are your, what is like your favorite kinds of gigs? Like indoor, outdoor, Greek, non-Greek, bar, venue, like what, like what would, do you have a favorite?
0: No. If it's good crowd. Good crowd. Good crowd anywhere. What makes a good crowd? Great question. (laughs) I'm trying to put my finger on that every night. Um... Fuck, man, different things, dude. Different things depends on where you're at. I don't know. I, all right, I love playing outside. Playing outside is great, just because outside is great.
1: Fresh air, but sound like, can fly. Yeah.
0: If it comes to playing outside to know people versus playing inside to a ton of people. Well, yeah. Inside. Yeah. So it's depending on the crowd, kind of. I said this recently in an interview with a uh, Clemson, the Tiger newspaper wrote about us. I was like, bro, like, the the show is like 100% dependent on the crowd. We play all the places. We do the same thing, kind of. The crowd makes the show. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is an important realization, you know? To answer your question, what's my favorite place to play is a place with a great crowd. Right. And that depends on a lot of things. So that's like a roundabout answer. I don't know.
1: No, nah, but you, I,
0: I know what you mean. Though. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? What you, like, Hard to articulate. The, a
1: favorite kind of show is one where the crowd is open.
0: And riled up. Like getting crazy. Yeah. Those are the best kinds. Which, and into it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Which happens a lot for us, which is great. Yeah, it does because you're so (laughs) So, good at it. Like, that's the thing. Like, you were, I mean, if any of you have not seen his live show, like, Uh there's multiple instruments that are wireless. Yes. Uh, And so, like, you'll be not paying (laughs) attention on your phone, and then you'll look to your right, and tanks just running by you, singing in your ear, playing Thunderstruck.
0: Yeah, trying to. Yeah. I've always put, um, Performance over perfectionism—that's not the right word, but like uh, you could almost call me more of an entertainer than a musician. Really, I think it's a, you could make a pretty solid argument on that. Cause like, I don't care if I'm singing an A perfectly in tune—I I could care less, dude. Like, as I long really as it's could. fun to watch. Yes, as long as the people there are getting down to it, that forgives everything. Like, we could tarnish a song. If People are into it. I'm not gonna think about it. And I think that's the opposite mindset that like 90% of bands have, which is all right, let's sit down and try to play this exactly like it's supposed to be, which I get. Yeah. There's different kind of things you go listen to. If you go hear a folk singer, you want to hear them sing it fantastic. You know what I mean? Right. You don't want to see them jumping around, per se, like singing things crappy. You want to feel that deep song that's just great, you know? Or, I don't know, insert any other group, like maybe the Eagles. You don't go to the Eagles to see the Eagles jump around. You got to hear them sing... Three-way harmony is fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So we positioned ourselves into the space of I'd rather entertain really well than play really well. Hopefully we can do both.
1: I was going to say, like, is there any part of you that's, like, looking to expand into that, like, deeper side of, like, artistry?
0: Yes. Yes and no. Mainly yes. Like, I would love to sing better. You know what I'm saying? I don't think my singing is fully formed at all.
1: But I will comment and say, like, the amount of progression you've made. Oh, yeah.
0: It's huge. Yes, Thank it you. Is. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that today. I was listening to stems, trying to get them to you for our live record that will be coming. And, like, just from 40-watt in August to Paloma Park in December is, like, miles ahead of, like, just 40-watt. Just, like, barely could sing choruses because I was, like, gasping for air. And now I'm, like, actually starting to bring it down some. Right. And a lot of that is, like, monitor mix helping, which is you and just being more aware, like, hey, maybe don't stand on your tippy toes and sing that chorus, or hey, maybe don't do three scissor kicks before this chorus, or you're going to (gasps) be, you know what I mean? So that's just learning from the road, which is why you do it anyways. Practice. Yeah.
1: Good practice, ten thousand hours. Yes.
0: Yeah, so maybe one day I'll be able to meld the be a great entertainer and be a great singer. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? I'd say you're well on your way to being both. Thank I, you, man. I appreciate I, it.
1: I mean, thinking about just like you said, like we know a lot about like who's around town that's like in the younger class, in yes, yes. the younger generation and I think you're poised to be doing more continually than than really anybody, man. As far as momentum, the the, the amount of bands that could play a flawless three hour nonstop <laughs> set. I flawless. Mean, I mean, flawless. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're exactly. Yes. But just like a tight three hour yeah. covers and originals, good set. I mean, you guys are just
0: you're locked in, man. Thank you, man. I Appreciate that. I think you're right. Uh, I feel this. Great momentum man Especially like a month ago Like when we were like Full steam on the tour There was like this Crazy momentum Like nothing could stop us Like We could trip and fall And we'd fucking Bounce off the ground And be good to go You know and I'm pretty sure we're going to resume that momentum in January. i got a good feeling. <laughs> okay,
1: so 2022. What, yeah. What, is gonna, what are you hoping will stay the same? What are you hoping will change? What are you, what's new in 2022?
0: What's new in 2022? Um, I think we're going to be playing, I think the main goal for 2022, one of the main goals for 2022, because I have a ton of them, mm-hmm. uh, more originals is coming. We've been doing the three-hour cover thing. There was even a point in the tour where I kind of lost my soul a little bit. was like oh man we're in Tuscaloosa we we don't I just don't want to deal with forcing originals down their throat tonight you know what I'm saying sure and it was like oh these guys are just here to have a good time they have no idea who we are they don't want to hear our single from 2018 you know what I mean which that's going out the window now like late December the tail end of the tour soul came back and I was like fuck this I'm playing it no matter what. Like, I don't care what gig it is, we're playing them. So deal with it kind of sort of stuff. Which is how you have to be, you know. All the great bands weren't sitting around worrying like, oh, do they want to hear this one? You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't fly.
1: Yeah. So. And and then if there are certain ones or parts of ones that are being received better or are not being received better, then yes, that keep informs you. It's like, okay, cut that from the catalog. Yes. or
0: I'm very aware of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Super aware. <laughs> if something's not working, we stop playing it.
1: Yeah, but so. I mean, I remember multiple shows that you finished off, and like one of like the songs you would close out with were originals because yeah, people responded just as well.
0: That was great, man. Yeah, that was right around when I started getting my soul back. Maybe it was like playing out of town. There was, a, there was like a two month period where I don't think we played in Athens because uh, we weren't really getting the steam in Athens towards the start that we wanted. And it was just like playing new crowds where like not a soul knew us every night. They're, like my mom and sister wasn't there to go. like they are in Athens, per se, you know what I mean, or something. Right. And by the end of the tour, though, it was more than my mom and sister asking for them, you know what I'm saying? It was people at fraternities that we didn't know were asking. They'd heard of us, that kind of stuff. So it was getting enough steam to be really confident, and I think that is the main goal for 2022, is to really push ourselves forward as an original band. Sure. And play some covers as well, which I love playing covers. I'm not dogging on playing covers. I just want to do both. Uh, I want to do originals really well. And... There's so many other goals, like, play a ton, like, triple as many shows as this year, but yeah. that might not be in the stratosphere. I think 100 is going to be the goal, I think.
1: 100 goals, in, or 100 shows 100 in 100 shows years. is
0: going to be the goal, yeah.
1: Well, you do, you do original as well, and then you just did... Um, yeah, I guess more of that guy. I got you. Um... You just did a cover. It came out really wo- really good. Yeah. With, uh, Blinding Lights. Yes. Congrats on that. Thank
0: you, man. That was a lot of you, too. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, and you sent that off to somebody in Nashville? I did.
0: His name is uh, Daniel. Very nice guy. He's mixed a lot of my stuff. I kind of fell into, in love with the way he does like pop songs. Like He's super, super yeah. pop mix, and that was one of those songs where I was like, okay, this one kind of needs to sound like a pop song. Like, I didn't want it to sound, um, how do I put this, not poppy. <laughs> right. Because like, at the end of the day, I kind of want to make pop songs. I want to make songs that people like.
1: Well, yeah, pop is... Yes, the, just
0: it, good. It stands or for popular. Popular, yes, yeah. exactly, so it's yes. It's
1: like pop is good.
0: Yes, I hate that there's a negative connotation with it, uh, oh, even though I understand... Hip- yeah.
1: The hipsters and yes. townies got you down. How dare you yeah, be like successful. I,
0: <laughs> I shouldn't be embarrassed to like popular songs. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be embarrassed to like popular songs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hate that feeling. You're not making
1: any friends over in Normal Town, where we are <laughs> yeah. um, sitting in Normal
0: Town. But I've never really felt like I fit in with this side of town necessarily. Like,
1: mm, not at all. You don't. Nah. I'm just
0: kidding. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm fine with that.
1: Originals, though, what is your process like for writing? I mean, you are clearly the front man. It's your I am. name. Like, yes. Yeah, so but is there, you know,
0: there like, is a process. We're working on it. Big shout-out to Bryce, Connor, and Hobby for putting up with what we've been doing so far. They're playing a lot of stuff from the catalog that, like, they weren't a part of, you know, like Too Odd to Hold and Heavy D and Relapse, all those songs. I didn't even know them yet, so... Right. Shout-out to them, because this, this is really working live show-wise and everything because of them allowing me to let it work. Like, they were in there, like... Nah, man, I don't really want to play your old stuff, and nah, man, we're not gonna play popular songs. This would this would not be happening. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they've kind of allowed it to happen, or put us all in a position for it to work. Which shout out to them for that. But the songwriting process, like you asked, um, it's kind of a tricky thing. I really I have trouble singing words that I didn't write. Like uh, like if somebody were to bring in words to a song, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Because like they mean nothing to me. Like you can just read them, but they they mean nothing. Sure.
1: or yeah. yeah.
0: And I'm not saying they're bad because I'm sure they're great. I'm sure my words might mean nothing to them. But, like, to me, how I write is I get a guitar and I have something working, usually a power chord riff, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can just air it out and just play it and play it and start singing stuff over it until it sounds good. I've never written a song like to a guitar riff, like scatting, you know what I mean? Never done that, unfortunately. I'd love to get better at that. And I've never written too much of anything, but like just being able to be alone with myself with my notes app that has constant song ideas in it mm-hmm. and then they just boom write themselves like it just happens if I'm working on it long I've never worked on one long and it been like a smash hit or like go well with the crowd or like be one that I'm like oh that's my masterpiece
1: that was one of those things in the Beatles doc I mean yeah. I feel like everybody's talking about this yeah they Beatles are they are right now, as but, they should be but it was like uh, it's subtle but it's in there like George goes home to write a song and like he was gonna go to sleep but then he was like John I remember what you told me if I start writing the song I gotta finish it yeah yeah. so it's like when you're so in, true. When you're in that space like stick with it yeah finish that's a, a version of it you can weird. always
0: critique it later yes and like people, it's easy to shoot yourself down like oh that's not good enough that's dumb Like that's stupid lyrics but like a placeholder yeah like they, they don't have to be static and almost every time I've said that they end up making it you know what I mean cause like it was what it's supposed to be And I watched this podcast the other day. This guy put it really well. He was like, he's a songwriter from Nashville, like a professional, like one of the best. And he was like, "Uh, honestly, dude, I think writing songs is as close to the creator as you can be because, like, there's something different about it. There's something magical in it, like... Why, how did the, the Eagles just sit down one day and Hotel California appear? How does Led Zeppelin just Stairway to Heaven just appear? That's something else, man.
1: Music is weird. Music, yeah. is, music is beyond weird.
0: I've, I'm a big believer.
1: I've, I don't know if you – would you agree with, like, sometimes when I'm writing I feel like my my my, my job is to get out of the way of, whatever, oh, yeah. of whatever's happening.
0: I think they already exist, man. I think you're just grabbing them. I've said that on, like, almost every episode. I'm like, aren't those the best ones when they just happen? You know what I mean? And everybody says the same thing, which is, yeah. Yeah, but man, I think you just gotta keep keep throwing a keep throwing stuff at the wall, and the crappy ones or the ones in between, just get them out of the way because the next good one's coming.
1: Yeah. Okay, shifting gears here. Yeah, go ahead. What is something that you have had to overcome? What is overcome? A sh- what is a struggle that you have had that you have had to break through on?
0: Um, there's been several. None really massive, per se, like in the context of things. Like I think about people that like, you know, like Indians have a lot more struggles than we will ever have or something like that, you know what I mean? Like waking up and finding food. So like my struggle seems so insignificant. But like honestly, like I said earlier, the covers thing, like there was a part in the tour where it was like, Damn, man! Nobody wants to hear originals.
1: Yeah, I mean, you described yeah. it as losing part of your soul. I mean, that's, that's what it felt
0: like. It was like God, if I had to play "Born to Be Wild" again, or like you know what I mean. Like just like three hours of covers every night. It's like, man, people don't want to hear that shit anymore. I was saying stuff like that. It's like, damn, I'm really lost right now. You know? Yeah. But by the end of it, getting lost helped me get found again. Does that make sense? Well, okay. So, yeah.
1: so, so you'd say part of this tour of like, like, you know, find like not feeling like people were responding to what you had to say enough so that yeah
0: just wanted to use this like play this play that play this play that and then like gone as soon as the show ends you know what I mean oh so kind of being used a little bit but like by the end of the tour it's like I'm playing the shit like yeah like you're gonna listen to it or you can leave like I don't care like it's like this is it yeah and I think I think you have to have that mindset a little bit I think nobody wants to see somebody with uh up there like oh I hope they like this you know what I mean
1: Right. I was talking to somebody uh, talking to me about Convince the Kid, and they yeah. were like, I actually like it. And I was like, <laughs> and yeah, if actually, did, yeah, no, it seems like a backhanded compliment, yeah. but you hang around enough people in the music business, and then when you're just like, oh, I actually like, love what you're doing, I don't
0: take it that way Do you way expect anymore. not to like it, kind of? Right. Well, well maybe we don't, or maybe, <laughs> maybe musicians don't, but like, if you were to go to a bar, oh my God, say you weren't a musician and you just went to a bar. You would just expect it to not be good. I think
1: probably it's like oh
0: god, this is, these guys are gonna be all right. But like when so when you go to a bar and you see somebody amazing, it's like
1: wow. Mm-hmm.
0: And again, that psychology can be reversed. I'm sure a lot of people go to bars like this is gonna be great, you know?
1: Yeah, but if you don't believe in what you're doing, nobody you're no, no. playing yeah. to is going. Yeah, to. I think it's
0: like a Chris Martin quote. There's, it's like uh, all people want to see is somebody doing something confidently.
1: Correct, which I believe.
0: Yeah, correct. Big, big believer in that, and I think we do that pretty well pretty confident you got to kind of turn something on when you get up there yes because like the first few minutes of getting up there sometimes it's like oh this is gonna suck sometimes that you is know what I mean?
1: that is something that you do so well i mean like you turn something on but it's still from this genuine place it's not from like yeah. some contrived weird character you've created it's more like yeah this is who i really am is what yeah. i
0: see in you at least yeah contemplated the whole character thing you know like taking it a little farther but like nah this, i don't think i could do it like nah. this is just me like I get up there, something on the brain just, like, flips on, and I don't even have to try Like, it's been like this from the first show. Right. That's how I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, like, for life. Yeah. It's like from show one, when we played Flickr Bar, I'd never played with a band before. We played five songs. And from, like, second one, it was like, how the hell are y'all doing? Let's go. Everybody cheered, you know? And, yeah. like, it was j- jumping around. It was the same show, just a little more honed now, of course. Right. And that's how you know that it's just what you're supposed to be doing. And, um... It straight up feels like when you get up there, like, I'm, like, telling myself, like, like, yo, this is this is what you do. I actually say that to myself sometimes. am like, this is what you fucking do. Like, if I get up there and it's like, oh, this crowd's super neutral, or, oh, it's 3.30, nobody's feeling themselves, or, oh, this team just lost their football game, everybody here's heartbroken, I just, like, this is what you fucking do.
1: Okay, this leads me into another thing I yeah. wanted to ask you. Go ahead, you. man. I'm going to ask you this and then make sure the camera's rolling in typical Check it, man, check
0: it, check it. Let me check and see if the okay. camera's rolling right uh, quick.
1: But do you have any uh, pre-show or post-show rituals?
0: Pre-show, post-show rituals. I would say yes. I like to kind of like I'm saying a second ago. We still rolling? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I like to kind of like convince myself that like we're made to do this kind of like I'm like in the dressing room like to myself just like this is going to be fun. I say that a lot, and Javi said something about it one night. You might have been there. I was like, "Man, you always say that." I'm like, "Cause I'm deciding that it's gonna be fun, like no matter what. Like I'm trying to put it out there in the world."
1: You got the affirmations, you got the mantra. I'd call you yeah. on the phone and be like, "Hey, man, have a good show," and you say, "Always do. do, yeah, <laughs> always do, every
0: time, bro." <laughs> Can't lose like that. And yeah, I jump around, like I get loose. I actually did it before this, just as like force of habit, like stay loose, you know. Try to do some stretches. Uh, try to warm my voice up a little bit. I try to go talk to people in the crowd. That always helps, you know, like go chat people up, like get them on your side a little bit. What's going on, you guys? You know, that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, I like to drink a vodka Sprite. That usually helps just a little bit, you know. Vodka Sprite. Vodka Sprite's my my go-to because the Sprite keeps you awake. Yeah. Vodka takes a little bit of the edge off. It's not much either, you know, very.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah, and I think that's it. Post-show rituals would be kind of like go straight to the crowd and try to make any friends you can. Like, as soon as possible. Yeah, because they're going to leave, you know, and the place is closing. It's like might as well get your money's worth and uh, meet some great people that will hopefully become fans for life. Uh, post-show, other than that, no, just deep thought after the show usually. It's just crazy great feeling, especially after like a Paloma Park or a 40-watt. There's like a whole day of like, fuck, that was awesome. Like, yes, finally, finally getting what I want kind of stuff. So yeah. does that answer that? Yeah. Sweet. I think
1: I mean I think I'm satisfied with the <laughs> pre and post <laughs> the question. I took away vodka sprite and run out into the crowd and make friends and do some stretches, do some yoga. You're a yoga nut. I am.
0: I am. Um,
1: but yeah, so back to in the same vein, like affirmations, mm-hmm. mindset, what are, your, what are your secrets, man, to staying motivated, staying focused, staying energized? I mean, that's, that's the commodity now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't see how you could do it without it, you know, kind of. You like can't do anything. anything. Yeah, you can't do anything without being uh, down for it. Um, I think the secret is just doing what you're supposed to be doing, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it'd be tough to be motivated for a job you didn't like or classes you don't like. I couldn't even get motivated for those or... Like, I just know this is what I do. Like, to say that again, this is what I do. This is what I'm going to do until I die. I'm going to play shows, do podcasts, make music, put records out.
1: But it's a grind. It is a grind. It is hard work. You send, you know, how many emails a day you send? 10? 15?
0: On the average day, 10. But then there's some, like, booking days that are, like, hundreds in a day. Hundreds in a day. I've contacted every fraternity and every venue in, like, the... Six State area, <laughs> where does
1: that come from, bro? because bands want it,
0: yeah, but you need it. I need it, I need it, uh that's a great question, man. I don't know where it comes from, just I just know it's what I'm gonna do. This yeah. is what I do, and like I know it's not gonna just happen for me. I don't have a manager. I tried to get my mom to do some business calls for us because, like, you know, it's just a good look to have a manager.
1: Yeah, use the maiden name or whatever. Yeah,
0: and, I, and I, she did, man. <laughs> yes, yes. G- Judy, yep, yep, Dude. Judy Williams, yeah. Hey,
1: nothing like a good momager, bro. Yes,
0: ma- shout-out mom. She's another reason this has gone so well, and we'll get into that in a minute. But um, mm-hmm. just knowing it's not going to happen for me, I, we're we're pretty, I hate to say sizable because that's not fair, but we're a pretty big production to ha- not have a manager at this point. Yeah. And I don't think I want to give it away, man. I think I fucking like it because before, in that brief period where I wasn't doing music, I thought I was going to be a business manager. I thought I was going to be a CEO, like I was going to start a business. I had a few ideas. I tried to get patent kind of stuff like that. Ooh. Or I was going to get patented, n- never really fully formed. Had a few business ideas that were pretty well along, And then uh, it was a great revelation that the music is a business. Yes. So I get to do both, which is great. Yeah. And I love, like, we're starting to send contracts out now. I love that. I love negotiating when i can i love emailing i get fucking stoked when i get booking emails like yeah man we'd love to have you uh we're out here in virginia i'm like in that room like fuck yes like
1: yeah yes like
0: home run you know what i mean
1: yeah just I, for
0: the chance to come play
1: i can relate when you get that email back when you send that not risky yes. email but like you're you putting know, yourself it, out there it feels like that it feels like a like a like a dm or something mm. where you're like hey man like check out my music video yeah. And they respond and they're like Yes. It's like,
0: let's go. You jump
1: up and down, you do the thing.
0: I get hyped, dude. That's like half the fun is booking them, man. The booking them is more work than playing them.
1: Okay, so you don't have like, you know, like a amphetamine thing or anything. Right? I just didn't know what your secret is, bro. No, bro. No. You are a gem. You are literally like, because I am somebody, not to make this about me. This no, is go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. This is a relation. I, but I'm empathic. So like people that I'm around,
0: I, think, I take oh, their energy
1: man. on. Yeah. And so anytime I get to hang out with you, it's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Today's going to be awesome because you always have energy and tons
0: of I don't of it. know, man. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. I'm glad that. That that's the goal is to hopefully give it to other people, you know. Um, but I don't know, man. I drink like a cup of coffee in the morning. That helps. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now now we're just now just flexing. Now dy-
1: I just I drink coffee like everyone else. No,
0: it just all goes back to me knowing this is what I want to do forever.
1: But is it? I thought you've t- you've expressed other ambitions.
0: Though. I do have other ambitions. Yes, a bunch of them.
1: Please enlighten
0: us. <laughs> Ah, uh, there's a few. Which have I expressed to you? I'm interested in films.
1: Whoa, okay. Yeah. I don't think we've talked much about this. I do too, as you know.
0: Um, yeah, I do know that. I'm I'm interested in way films are made, acting. But see, I don't know if I'll ever do it. Like it's like a maybe thing. But like I, last night when I was going to sleep, I was watching Spider-Man Screen Test, like Tobey Maguire, <laughs> like from the night. Just so <laughs> weird. But I was watching the shit out of them, dude. Just like like the OG actors, like before they got roles, and like. I don't know. I'd like to make a film one day. I know I'm going to write a book one day because I've already got that planned out. Sure. Um, I want to take this podcasting thing a little farther. Like, uh, I want to talk about more stuff, which you were kind of saying earlier that I was opening it up to everybody. So maybe get away from just music, you know?
1: So that's a 2022 goal for the podcast.
0: Yes, for the podcast. that's definitely a 2022 goal. Is like get creatives, entrepreneurs, uh, good start with Doso coming in as a cameraman. Um, photographers videographers filmmakers anybody
1: he's also just a very cool guy very
0: cool guy shout out doso.jpg he's no longer doso.jpg by the way he changed his instagram handle
1: well yeah but
0: he's the premier photographer in athens and you guys should all check him out
1: agreed i know many photographers who i like and
0: he's stirring up a ruckus man people know who he is and like that's what i was telling him i was like dude bands know who you are and they're you're they're on your to-do list
1: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Someone uh, asked me today, who's
0: the guy? And I was like, yeah, Yeah, Doso. Doso. yeah, yeah. obviously. Hands so, down. Good done. for him. So I'm trying to do that too with the music, I'm trying to be that guy.
1: Right. Yeah. Lifting others.
0: Um, yeah. I'm sorry. What were you asking? Uh had ma- an energy.
1: Well, mainly I was thinking about other ambitions and, and namely, uh, motivational speaking is something you've talked
0: about. Oh a lot. yes. I do want to do this. See, this is like, there's so many things it's hard to, uh, Remember them all, but like I don't want to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. Like obviously, music is my fucking thing.
1: There's more to that phrase, though. I need a, is there? I need a Jeremy to like Google it. The the, the, the <laughs> is it Jeremy?
0: I think it's Jamie. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie. We'll look into it, but there I'm sure there is somebody corrected my quote the other day. I think it was Connor. It was like I was like, yeah, here's this Confucius quote. He's like, dude, I think that's Will Smith or something. <laughs> I was like, ouch. <laughs> no. Or maybe it's Henry Ford. I don't know. But you
1: want to be good at what you do.
0: Yeah, like I would rather be really. Good at music than like okay at film work, um, motivational speaking, farming. You but know what I'm
1: there's a part of you that's like, I think I could be good at this and I want to do it.
0: Yeah, obviously, you can't just. Tris- well, maybe you can, but like in my mind I'm not playing shows when I'm 80 kind of, like it's more like the occasional show, the legacy show instead of like 100 date tour, you know what yeah. I mean? So I'll have some gaps to fill in.
1: Ooh, have you felt that yet? Have you felt like, you know, like the the strain in the in the bones and the and your headache at the middle of the <laughs> night, you're like, I don't know if I can tour forever.
0: Have, have you felt that? I have. Yet? There's been a few moments of like, man, Fuck. Like, <laughs> like, just like a sitting on a hotel bed with a long, like,
1: fuck. Snuggled up next to Connor.
0: Yes, Connor. <laughs> Connor's right next to me. He's like, fuck, too. And I'm like, there's been a few, like, where you're sweating, and my ankles are hurting, and my head hurts, and my ears are beating. And we just played to, like, six people, you know, in Birmingham, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Fuck! We promoted that show as hard as we could, and six people came. It's like, man, I don't know if I could do this forever. Right. But then the next night, you play in Tuscaloosa, and there's 300 people there. It's like, yeah, I could do this forever. Yeah. So yes and no. Like during it, it's easy during it to be like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this. But as soon as it ends, it's like, let's fucking go. It's like, let's get back on the road because we took like two weeks off, and I was about ready to fucking kill it. I was like, I was like, I'm so bored. Like once you, because like once you have something to look forward to on the weekends. Like, er, you know, you get the used to like, because I'm working all week for the shows. That gives me something to do all week. Like, I'm fucking zeroed, like samurai yeah. zeroed. And then, like, it's like, oh, no shows this weekend?
1: You're like, what do I do with my life? Like,
0: de- I hate to say depression, that's exaggerated, but like, I'm lost a little bit.
1: Maybe, maybe it is. I mean, to the level at which you live and you do your stuff. I mean, yeah,
0: I mean, I'm still happy, but like, right. I love having shows, I love having something to work for. I forgot where I started with that question, because that was a bigger question than that, wasn't it?
1: It was I that was pretty much. It, it was more like, well, um, see how
0: podcasting is though now, like as you're asking questions, like, I bet you're not going question by question right now, are you? Like oh, no. questions are out of order, aren't they? Correct? They kind of just go, and it just happens. That's what's great about it. Yeah, I love that about it. What
1: is something that is like the most
0: just to bring this back
1: to like a yeah. year-end review thing, because to me, I think you've done so much. And everybody has sort of bloomed into a new chapter after COVID, but you with the show, with the live show, I mean, your production value from heavy dependence to blinding lights is like, exactly. (laughs) What is probably, I mean, you can give it top three or top five or whatever, Uh but what is something like he's the most proud of?
0: most proud of from
1: this year like that news interview where it was like jameson tank is garnering attention across the (laughs) The
0: nation nation. yeah i think 50 shows across the nation we (laughs) played in two states or three states at that point hey bro (laughs) we'll take it soundbite yeah bro i'm using it too.
1: wearing your shirt yeah oh my god
0: she was so nice yes that was a great uh moments i'd say yeah proudest moments accomplishments so you did that and you're like wow we did that Probably after Paloma Park. The first time we did Paloma Park was like, fucking finally is what it felt like.
1: Shout out Hank and Jason.
0: Shout out Hank and Jason for having us. That was, see, stars aligning right there, being in the right place. Because me and Jeff, let me just tell a story, unless you want to. No, please. We were just hanging out at my house and heard some music down at Big Dogs on the River, because that's where I live, as you know, and walked down there just to check out the band. And the guy working the door is the guy that literally owns, slash runs, I don't know if he necessarily owns it, Paloma Park. In Athens. And you had been telling me about it. we talked about it before. You say, yo, bro, I run six bars in town. You guys want to come play sometime? Could that have gone any better? No. Yeah. Couldn't have drafted that up. And that's just being in the right place, right time, putting yourself out there a lot.
1: But – Again, that goes back to your attitude, mindset, and work ethic, bro. Because, like, I mean, I got his number two that day. Yeah, I convinced the kid never played <laughs> the JV trio with my the crocs <laughs> on. Never played, you know. The but you CMB. Yeah, uh, yeah, CMB <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, but that you got the follow through. You got the hang. You got the follow through.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: How do you teach that to somebody?
0: I don't. I don't know if you can. I try to tell people all the time, maybe I give too much advice I because like I see bands doing stuff. I'm like, ooh, no. But like there was a time where I'd have done that, you know?
1: You would have been like, uh oh, yeah, maybe, you know. But you got the confidence to be like, Oh, I could I could kill it and yeah. like, you, you this would be good for you to have
0: me. Yeah, know? I try to pitch it that way too. I, I try to never be like, Oh, this would be great for us. This would be great for you. You know what I mean? Um right. I'm sorry, what is the question?
1: Uh well, it was like proudest moments of the year and then it was like just talk just acknowledging that like you have the right mindset and the follow through of like the reason that went so well is yeah. because you made the most of the opportunity. Yes. Like meeting Jason by chance was like, you know, it could've happened anyway. Just anytime. a skip, yeah.
0: Uh dude, I don't know. I think it just all comes back to I probably said it like four times now, but just like knowing this is what I'm gonna do, like this shit ain't gonna just happen for me and like people aren't just gonna give me gigs, you know what I mean? Excuse me. I'm going to have to go out there and work for him. And, like, this is, like, there's nothing I would want to do more than play that show. So, like, I've got to go fucking get it. I'm not going to. There's nobody that's giving me their number that I haven't texted, whether it was some girl after a show saying that her cousin does music management in L.A. Mm -hmm. I've hit them all up. You know what I'm saying? If they don't respond, it's fine. Right. But he responded right back and probably the biggest show of the year crowd-wise for sure. And a moment for me at least because it was, like, finally, like, just a whole lifetime 12 years old to now is that a lifetime yeah um of being like man i can't wait to play in front of fucking huge crowds
1: and paloma was one
0: it was a big one it was awesome and there was a few moments in there where i was just like fuck yes yeah I excuse remember, my language f- fuck yes <laughs> i remember that too podcast is going clean in 2022
1: Nah, I'm just kidding. No that. chance. No fucking, <laughs> no chance. fucking shot. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, way. dude, that was a fucking great moment. I think 40 watt and Paloma Park were the two moments, and a third moment would be Clemson Beta when you were there in the in the On warehouse. Little, oh, in the yeah,
1: warehouse. The, the, the leader day. Yes, leader
0: It was Oktoberfest. Yeah. That was sick.
1: The big, grand debut of our new touring sound rig.
0: <laughs> it was a great start, great start.
1: <laughs> dude, it was, man. See, you
0: learned a lesson from that, though. We That's learned, why that happened. That's we learned that happened. so much. Yes, dude, that was a great show. I enjoyed that so much. They had the little step-down in front of the stage, which I'm a massive Van Halen fan in almost every Van Halen tour. They, it was too expensive to do the runways back then down the middle. They had the little step-down right in front, so I was like, Fuck yes! I've been waiting to do this forever.
1: Yeah, I forgot about Just that.
0: Jump down on it, you know.
1: Yeah, you had some, uh, you had some company on your step down too. Yeah,
0: it was hard to keep, hard to keep the ladies and young males off it. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're, you're gonna, you have to get some security here soon, bro. Think so? Yeah, dude. I,
0: and, I want a booking manager. I kind of do. I kind of don't. But like I was saying earlier, like I love booking shows.
1: Well, do you ever look at like your life and you're like, hey, if I hired me, like if I was working for me, yeah what would I want me to do today? Maybe that's weird.
0: No, does that it's that weird. Does it make
1: any sense? It's like, if I was hired to be me, what, what would, would I want, want me to, do? To, be to be? I've
0: never <laughs> thought of it that way. Nah, never thought of it that way. That's a good question, though. Probably not. That's a deep thought. No, I like that. I, somebody asked me the other day what I would do if I didn't do music, and it was just like two minutes of silence. Like, I was like, God, I can't imagine. Good thing I didn't write that down. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Ask it.
1: Uh, No, well, you had your you had your business ideas. Yeah, I'm curious about, but it's probably not you know the most useful use of our time.
0: (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know what I do. I was like running my mind. I guess I do more podcasts.
1: Well, I think you're good at podcasting.
0: Thank you, man. Has that
1: girl put out the article yet about your podcast? Uh, yes, there was,
0: a, there was a red and black one that came out, yes. When did it come out? Oh, no, the girl that interviewed you? No, yeah. no, 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 different one, different one, no. Uh, Cooper Camp's doing this. She's a University of Georgia student. Shout out Cooper. Shout out Cooper, yes. She's very nice. And she has not. It's just a school project. I don't know if she's putting it out. Okay. So, yeah. But still exciting. Yeah. I think I'm more of a conversationalist than an interviewer. People say I interview people, which I
1: – you think it's interviews – I think a good interview kind of is a conversation.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, th- I like to think of myself as a conversationalist, so
1: I I wouldn't feel super comfortable. I guess in a way, like talking to somebody you don't know as well could be helpful because you've mm-hmm. got those curious things. are like I don't know this about this person. Like, yeah. What, like, what's your middle name?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Charles. Charles. So you're yeah.
1: Jameson Charles Tankersley. Yeah.
0: What's your middle name? Alan. Yeah, dude. Yeah, New Year's.
1: Yeah. Thanks, bro. See, you're
0: a <laughs> better friend than I. No, I, I don't know how I knew that, but I did. I don't know. I like to, I lo- I'm liking having people I don't know on. There's been a lot of people that I did know, you know, and it's kind of nice. Uh, it's definitely helped my conversation skills, like at the bar and stuff. Like I can just talk with anybody <laughs> for fucking an hour. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just anybody about anything. And that's great. I've really honed that in. And it's a little more contrived. No, it's not. I've watched a few videos, like, how podcasters get conversations going stuff like that on youtube sure. i've watched a few like how joe rogan keeps his episodes interesting stuff like that but like at the end of the day you'd be kind of got it or you don't yeah it's not like you know like somebody that was like uh an introvert or socially awkward or something would not exceed at podcasting you know what I'm saying,
1: isn't that fair to say not without some practice and effort yeah
0: I don't know. yeah I don't, I don't even that's what i'm saying even with practice and effort i don't know if they could
1: well, it wouldn't be a natural good yeah. fit. Like, yeah. whereas for you, it's like, this is just a great fit.
0: Yeah, it works nicely. People say I have a nice radio voice, which is nice to hear. It's like, good, because not on there, but I'm on Spotify and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, people have always told me I have a face for radio, so. I could see that. I could see you as a radio DJ getting really hyped. Yeah. It's a little too corporate for you, but, like, maybe, like, an a independent radio. Welcome to 97.1 in the morning. This is Jeffrey Vernon, a.k.a. Verndog. Today we are coming at you with an obscure tune by the White Stripes, Seven go. Nation Army. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 60 episodes. I hope I'm getting all right at it at least. Dude, I think you're crushing it, man. Uh, we did 20 episodes the first year and almost 40 this year, so it's a straight. I'm pretty proud of that. And it I takes don't... time to edit them.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that you did so many in 2019. I'll edit this one, by the way. I'm just going uh, to turn it in and finish. Turn yeah. no, it in and
0: finish? No, it would have been 2020, I think. When does, when does COVID happen? March of 2020?
1: yep on like the thirteenth or something like that Seventeenth, yeah something. yes that week was when like the us knew about it I yes knew about it in, like, and I had a February. show
0: at Caledonia Lounge that oh. week that got canceled and I never got to play there because it shut down after that Oh isn't that God. fucking tragic, bro?
1: I hate it bro. I, hate I wanted it. to
0: play there so bad it was gonna be with the old band Macy they they used to be called claustrophilic and it was gonna be oh yeah think everyday dogs it was gonna be sick oh man it was gonna be sick, but never got to play there. Rest in peace, Caledonia.
1: Well, I love all those guys. So to bring it to like, you know, the future, what are you what are you hopeful to see? I mean
0: with the podcast.
1: Well, I, I think we talked about the podcast. Unless yeah. you have, you know, more thoughts on that, um, we'll see, I guess. But I guess more like, what other people around town are you like excited about what they're doing? You know, things that they're working on. You know, directions they're heading. Like, what are you excited? What am I excited
0: about? to see? Yeah, um, a lot and a little. Like less than I used to be because, like, like I said earlier, it was a lot more exciting when I didn't know every band in town. you know what i mean when i when i had seen aftm and jester once it was like oh my god these bands are gonna be huge you know what i mean right now i know every band and and damn near interviewed almost all of them not flexing but like just saying so, I'm less excited about it as a whole, but I'm excited. I'm honestly excited to see what Hotel Fiction does. I really think they're going to be massive. I think everybody knows that. I, yeah. I think everybody's pretty aware of that. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Uh,
1: the other night when we were out with them, I, I saw them. Yes, yeah, yes. They're so nice. I mentioned that to them. I was like, or to they all g- of you. I was like, the moment I saw you guys, I was like, yeah, <laughs> you're going to go. <laughs> it's going to go. As-
0: <laughs> it seemed pretty obvious, I think. So, I'm excited for them. I'm still excited for AFTM a little bit just because they're like my. Uh, I hate to say they're like they were the band when I was in college here. I'm not in college anymore, you're not either. They were the band, weren't they?
1: It yeah. I mean they were they they were so loved. I mean it's yeah, just like just it's be-
0: seemingly overnight but not.
1: Yeah, well it's because they're like such good guys, I think. I think yes. that's another thing for bands too, is it's like if people like you they'll come see you yeah it's like any band that benji holmes is in it's like yeah i'll go i'll be there <laughs> so, yeah. bro i'm down <laughs> yeah so it's like you know yeah
0: that helps a lot i think we have a very likable band going right now everybody does their part but, very proud of those guys
1: but with aftm too like i just remember like they were yeah. all so nice so yeah. humble so cool it was just like all right cool like i like these guys
0: yeah me too and i still do like every single one of them has their own different thing going on and it's like these guys are sick i kind of think of them as like the band of when i was in college it's kind of how i romanticize them a little little bit sure which is fine with me because I, I still think they're they got stuff to do you know
1: yeah i yeah. i think that um cutter being in the band that's great for him i think it's the best thing that cutter they rules. got going i mean yeah. i think they got a lot of great stuff yeah
0: going. great singer great guitar player great drummer great but, bass player
1: but young blood high yeah. energy somebody
0: excited to keep keep grinding at them because i'm sure it's tough and i'm sure it's tough to keep going after such a momentum and whatnot.
1: And Cherry <laughs> moving to Austin. Yeah, that's
0: tough. Shout out Cherry. Cherry was a great addition to the athlete yeah, scene. Rest was... in
1: peace, Cherry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we miss you, Cherry, already. No, yeah. we're,
1: we're, I'm going to build him a studio in Austin. That's so sick. I well, we got his place. like, you know. I can't wait, dude. I'm Good bring for him. Some him. I'm sure he'll
0: find and... a band up there really quickly.
1: Oh, he's going to have no problems. <laughs> in no time. Do you have any idea what he's doing?
0: No, I don't. No, I don't. I have no idea. But I did see him in the gym the other day in the sun. He told me he might be moving to Austin, but now it sounds like he is. The
1: other night, Tuesday night uh, past or whatever when they were playing mm-hmm. at- uh, 40 what? Yeah, with uh, the kids in here today, fun room. Um, he was playing. Cherry was playing, and I just remember seeing his hands move and hearing it, and I was like, he's really playing that. Because <laughs> it was like this absurdly beautiful thing. Yeah. And I was like- He's actually playing that right now. There's
0: been a few times where I was like, hey, maybe I should get Charity come play on this. Yeah. I'm going to do it eventually. Well, I need to do it before he leaves, but nothing has really stuck out, you know? Well, piano wise.
1: I'll take the dragon over there and we'll get yeah, the we studio need to go. built and he'll be like doing remote work. That'd like, be sick, you know, man. With his
0: business. Yeah. Um, who else am I excited about to round back to your original question? Um, to
1: tie it together, Cam Corsino, drummer of AFTM, is big pro- fan. Is producing a new Everyday Dogs record.
0: I'm excited about that because I just like all those people that you just listed. Right. Yes. And I think they'd be a good pair because Cam's pretty heavy in the way, you know, he's heavy metal. I, I, when I talked to Julian the other night, he said they were talking about starting a metal band with Cam. Well, yeah. I was like, that'd be fucking sick. I'm well, down yeah, for that. I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. I'm
1: there. Well, Julian's voice is great, and his brother yeah. Jesse can shred like a like the devil.
0: Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited about the Everyday Dogs. Less so in the fact that, um, not hating on them, but I don't think they play enough. Not. I love you, Julian, and all that, but I don't feel like they play out of town enough. You know what I mean? Like, I, like they're so great, they should be playing Clemson and Tuscaloosa in these rounds that I we're think, playing. I
1: think they play a good yeah. bit, but I know I don't ever feel like I see like social media stuff about them. Playing. Yeah, they maybe they're less like, active. Yeah, we just we just played this
0: thing. Yeah, I think they played a Gladiators game the other day, which is really cool, a hockey game. I I yeah. want to do that. That's cool. And I I dude, they're they were one of the I think the first three bands I got into in town where it was in this order: AFTM, no 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 Jester. AFTM Everyday Dogs and those are fucking three solid bands man yeah. I still think they're great all three of them and I would love to see them do a little more like playing around touring and like really start giving it a go um, who else am I excited about I think I'm excited to see what you and Trev end up doing I feel like you guys got like something coming up on the slot whether it's like a a big 40 watch Trev just walked in when I said that
1: that's I weird literally was shit. just talking
0: about Trev and he walked in
1: that's nuts
0: Trev I literally come on in Trev
1: yeah, dude, come say hey, bro. Straight
0: up, just mention your name.
1: Up. Welcome to the Jameson on the Rocks podcast. Yo,
0: let's knock into this thing. That's crazy, bro. Y'all heard that, right? That's I straight up just for the first time in the show mentioned your name and you're here. You summoned me. I'm here. That's crazy, Welcome bro. Back. Good to see you, man. I like the hoodie. Good to see you.
1: Thank you. Go dog. What the hell are you doing here? Just hanging out. Uh, maybe working on some stuff later. Oh, yeah? sweet, we'll sweet. What's, what's Have we
0: gone over on time?
1: I have no idea how long it's been. It feels like it's been at least an hour. What time is it? We'll wrap this thing up.
0: <laughs> you should you give us a nod in there? All right, give us like two more minutes. No worries. Good to see you, man. Yeah. What were we saying?
1: People were excited to see Oh, I was things saying,
0: out of. I was excited to see what Convince the Kid does. Yo, I feel like you guys are built up for a good show coming up, like when, when Georgia Theater 40 Watt comes back full throttle, which I still don't think they have yet. Thank you. You guys need to be on the bill with something that matches you because it's just obvious. Thank that you should. Rooftop show would be great. Something like that. And yeah, you guys are sticking to your craft. I'm a big fan of all the songs I've heard. They sound, they're honestly a little disheartening for me. Just hearing <laughs> how good they sound. Yeah, I'm for real, dude. When I listen to like, um, gosh, Let Me Down Slowly. Is it, or is it Just Let Me Down?
1: Uh, It's just let down. me down. It's just down. down. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let Me Down Slow. <laughs> no, and I was listening to how great that not, thing right. sounded
0: coming off the tape. Just like you hadn't even started on it yet. And I was like, fuck. I was like, son of a... Off the tape Cause like my shit I edit it a lot You know what I mean I'm gonna yeah. like edit it Cause I like it Kind of stuff And then I listen to like You guys and Fun Room And Avery And like that shit Sounded good already So I don't know
1: Well I mean I don't know man I mean Just a
0: different Recording style I guess
1: And we're all honing it in. I mean, it may seem that way. Like, that's the thing is you get a glimpse into what someone else is doing and you see the the work that goes in behind the scenes when it's your stuff. I think the thing
0: is, though, I like getting in there. Like, for days, I've been working on songs me and you recorded six months ago. Like, just for days going in there and just fucking with shit. So I love that. Um, Continuing your question, though, um, who else am I excited about? Gosh, man, I shouldn't be straining this hard, should I?
1: I'm excited to see what Tommy Troutwine does.
0: Me too, in the long run. I'd love to see. It. I actually really like his new single, Hammerhead Corvette. It's really great. Have you listened to it? Really wow. cool.
1: Wow. Uh, not yet. <laughs>
0: Hammerhead Corvette. That's what it's like. It's nice. really good. It's good. It was country, that was a bad. Country? That was, no, that like was that? bad singing. Oh, Tommy geez. sings it way better. He's got like a weird, like, <laughs> static sample in there. It sounds really good. Uh, I'm excited for Tommy too Uh, He's a great Great doing everything He does good vibe To circle it
1: back To Hotel Fiction I mean like They're mad talented But like God what a great fit that was His production style With
0: them For them them. Yes They just made some Masterpieces for real though Yeah Really really great And for some reason There's like a split Down the middle With bands And it's like On the right side Or whatever side Elijah Johnson Drew Beskin Hotel Fiction Tommy Trotwin Hefner, Wanderwild, and on the left side it's like Jameson Tank, AFTM, Springhouse, Fun Room, the regulars, Shameless James. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, they've got their own little square over there, which is cool, good for them. It's kind of what I've tried to done do with the podcast: have your own little square of network of people. Even though I've got my net cast a little wider, I think. But it's just weird how strong that group is over there. Every single one of is really talented.
1: I think it's great. I think um, it's a good model of, like, somebody just saying, like, hey, like, I want to try to reinvent and create a record label yeah. where people feel like, you know, like, uh, I'm a part of something. Yeah, I'm a yeah. part of this label. You know, like, you just come in and mallow has got a new song. And yeah. Hunlo on mm-hmm. it and... Um, uh, you know, get on the kit. And yeah. It's just like, there's like a house band vibe and like a camaraderie about it.
0: And they all got the, I mean, yeah, that's, see, he's like, that's like the exact same thing as this show, but like production instead of podcasting. Sure. That was the exact kind of plan. Like build a uh, community kind of sort of. I think I'm done pretty well on it. I'm excited. I like the legacy of it. I think these are going to age a really little well, Because like, wouldn't you kill for like, insert your favorite band name and interview from when they had zero press, zero Steam zero anything. You know what I'm saying?
1: And your format of just being like, hey, let's just talk.
0: Yeah, it's super easy. I always try to tell people it's like a regular conversation with microphones.
1: There was something I read in Flagpole that was like the least pretentious thing ever. What did it say? Well, literally that. It was like, I think it was Gordon or somebody writing about your podcast. Yeah, Gordon Lamb, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was like, this is literally the most least pretentious thing ever. Yeah, I think he said that, quote unquote. yeah, Yeah, or something right along that vein. But it was like, yeah, it's not it's not pretentious at all. It's just you no. being you.
0: I don't I don't think I could make it like that if I wanted to. Um I don't dude, it's just so natural. It's just, just like the music, so natural that it's so fucking obvious, like that I have to be doing it. You know, it's like it could not be this natural if it was the wrong thing to do. Right. Yeah. Right. I like the legacy of it. I like that there's gonna be a little bit of my fingertips on like every artist that makes it out of here huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like one day Hotel Fiction is obviously going to be massive and people can go listen to the podcast when they really were at the slam start of their career on the show, this right. show per se. That sounds a little egoed when I say it out loud, but like I like the idea of that. I think that's legacy.
1: I think it, I think the reason you do is because you enjoy giving and being a part of that lift. Yeah, and being a part it of helps that. people
0: out a lot, I think. I think a lot of people uh, are proud of it. A lot of people share them. A lot of people, it uh, gives them some sort of validation and like, oh, we've got some press. Oh, somebody wanted to talk to us for an hour, kind of, you
1: know what well, I'm saying? But to the listener, people enjoy this show. They enjoy hearing your questions, your insights, your experience, and, and your uplifting positivity and drive that, that drives all of it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad. I'm it's, really glad they do. It's very you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I think it's just what i'm supposed to be doing man i hope i can keep doing it. i hope i can do more episodes man I, I really um the goal was what could stop you uh i can't think of anything <laughs> i can't think of anything but i think the goal was was 50 episodes this year and i did 60 and that's like i don't know what one a week pretty much and as long as i just keep this pace up and just keep doing it you know it'll just get better and better and like the guests will get wider and wider and uh I want to do more specialty episodes. I want to have random guests on. You know yeah. what I mean. You gotta get
1: that Wim kid on there.
0: I already talked to him. He's gonna come in Thursday, but he's leaving for town. So uh, right. We'll get him in there though. Shout out Wim.
1: Uh, yeah. Hopefully, there's plenty of new blood. And oh, and there,
0: there always will be.
1: But maybe that's why you're going to people beyond musicians. because yeah. like you're running out of musicians, man.
0: Yeah, kind of, sort of. Like I hate to say, it feels like I've I've hit everybody, but um, it kind of feels like that sometimes. Like I think you
1: should get Abby Winograd on here.
0: I don't even know who that is. So, yes, I'm down.
1: Uh, what's this? Uh, the. Uh, at your beam, babe.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was her last name. Yeah, yes. I would love to have her. She does a great job with what she does. I would love to have, he say bar owners, but there's a few bar owners. I'd love to have Jason on. That would be fascinating. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to hear how somebody runs something. I'd love to have David Barbie on. I'd love to have, um, what's her name? Belina Vigo on. I'd love to have Insert Name on.
1: David Lowry.
0: David Lowry. I'd love to have David Lowry on. I'd love to have, say, Moon Taxi was playing the Theater Friday night. I'd love to have Moon Taxi on for the show. Uh, insert, you know what I mean? Insert any name. I'd yeah. love to have him on.
1: Well, I will say congrats.
0: Thank you, man. appreciate it.
1: I, it has been an honor to f- turn the tables on you.
0: <laughs> it was really weird. Thank
1: you for coming to us. <laughs> it wasn't, though. It
0: wasn't, though. Well, but, it's, like, it's us. I didn't have to think about any questions. I don't think I asked any questions. I That's so not. weird. That's so weird. Awesome, not. man. I appreciate you. This was your idea. This—I uh, don't know how long you've had the idea, but I don't know. Was it three days ago? You're like, "Hey, we should do a podcast, and you be the guest." And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Well,
1: I want to know, man. I want. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I mean, you know. Yeah, I appreciate that. This we, has
0: never happened. Like 60 episodes. We've got the origin
1: story. We got it. <laughs> wait. There was one question. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I got all the two. time. Okay. No. Well, there. There. We'll, like, we'll leave Trevor waiting. We'll leave Trevor waiting.
0: Let us go. Trevor and Hannah can wait.
1: Um, are you serious about wanting to put down the guitar? Because you talk sometimes. Oh like yeah, that, like, I have mid tour.
0: Wanna... That was around that era where I'd lost my soul. Okay. Um, good. Okay. Good. So I don't think I'm putting. I don't think I'm giving up guitar. But there was a point in time where I was very bored with the instrument as a whole. Sure just like it felt like it was holding me back from performing, Uh, which it does, I think. Like my greatest skill is just having a microphone and being able to move. Yeah. So there was a point in time where I wanted to give up the guitar. Imagine that. And I I made it pretty clear.
1: It'll come and go. It'll come (laughs) and
0: go, go, I think. I think it was just an era of uh, wanting to entertain and not wanting to be tied to the mic stand out of breath.
1: Sure.
0: Like always having to be doing something. And we kind of got it to where the balance of – non-guitar songs is equal now and bryce has really blossomed into a great player which helps yes so yeah um i don't know if i we're in the closing notes segment aren't we
1: uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i was gonna ask is there is Go there ahead. something that you feel like people don't know about you
0: don't like, know about me
1: that you would like for them to know about you you don't seem like Nah,
0: you. i think i'm open book <laughs>
1: yeah i just had to throw it out there.
0: no i like it. it's a great question great question you had nothing but good questions i appreciate it uh no no really closing notes except for like I hope I can keep doing all this. I hope it always feels as good as it feels right now. You know what I mean? Like, I hope I can just keep fucking making music and keep fucking making podcasts and keep loving Athens and keep loving doing it. And it just always feels as good. And I'll be at a thousand episodes one day and I'll have played a thousand shows one day and hopefully leave behind that kind of legacy I'm looking to leave.
1: It has been an absolute privilege to yeah. watch because you've gone i mean i don't even know if you were playing at all at the beginning of the year but you've gone oh. from not playing much to having a very well-oiled machine of a Thank band you, and a killer platform of a podcast and it seems Thank like you. everything you're doing and everybody you talk to lights up and everything yeah. you touch is gold and
0: i can't complain about anything man that's I'm ho- mindset
1: hopeful to help document and help make next yeah year that's another
0: thing i should say as a lot of it's been you you've helped me a lot i've asked you countless advice over the year and uh once we really teamed up, when things started really happening. So I appreciate that. It's a lot of you. Gotcha. All the records are going to be hearing this guy in here.
1: <laughs> for as long as we can. Man. As long
0: as we can, man. As long as it feels good. And I think it will. I think we're going to get this, this tour locked in and um, document that accordingly. Everybody should be keep their eyes peeled for that documentary we're working on, which I'm very excited about, by and the what, way.
1: And what's the working title of the tour
0: next year? Built Different Tour. This is the Built Different the Tour. The Built Different Tour. I'm very excited about that.
1: Well, you know what time it is? Give a wave to the camera for the thumbnail. Shall we? (laughs) Uh, Trevor, come
0: get into the wave for the thumbnail.
1: All right. (laughs) And you heard it here first. It's the Jameson on the Rocks podcast. The guest of the day is none other than James from Tankersley. Thanks for
0: having me, man. I had a blast. Thanks for having me. Anytime. (laughs) Peace. Peace. It had to be at least an hour 30.
1: Oh, yeah. Hands down. Well, it didn't I didn't mean, feel we, like it, though. We had, to, we had to, like, you know. Yeah, we
0: had stuff to cover. I think, to I think we covered down. most of it, though.
1: I think we did great. That
0: was sick, dude. I enjoyed that.
1: Good. I'm so glad.
0: different. Such a different aesthetic than being the host. So much more relaxed.
1: I wanted to loosen you up, too.
0: Yeah, now they did a great job. Skip lunch. I'm Oh, man, that's crazy, too. Trev straight up came in the second we mentioned his name. That's fucked up. That's crazy, bro. Uh,
1: Hannah, darling, you can hit the space bar if you want or stop.